going on in the world and then our own personal <clears throat> issues and how we're dealing with them as a mother-daughter trio almost a duo um, <clears throat> and uh, today we're talking about how and why we left the church and what's going on right now so yeah so I good. wanted to start off by a couple of quotes that I found um, and I think that they're really, really interesting, and I think it'll be a good starter for the conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this quote was given by Elder Boyd K. Packer. Um, and if you're not Mormon or, you know, you don't know anything about them, this is a, a bigger leader. Do you know what he is? Is he he's like a, a... He's in the Quorum of the Twelve. He's yeah. an apostle. Yeah, like, he's just... They believe him to be an apostle. Yeah, he's just a, a high leader in the church. And if you're Mormon or, or you know, Mormon doctrine, you, you, you recognize the name Elder Boyd K. Packer. Um, this is a quote given by him, and he says, I have a hard time with historians because they idolize the truth. The truth is not uplifting, it destroys. I could tell most of the secretaries in the church office building that they are ugly and fat. That would be true, but it would hurt and destroy them. Historians should tell only the part of the truth that is inspiring and uplifting. I had never heard that before. Yeah. Was that this last... Uh, I don't know, but it was a, t it was a, um, a quote given by other... Boyd K. Packer. Um, so they don't want you to know the truth, then, pretty much. No, yeah. or they don't want you to know the the, the dirty part of the yeah. truth or the, the that's the bad. that's a lot because sometimes it is hard to hear the truth, but sometimes the truth it's, is you have to know the truth. Yeah. Like yeah. just like Sarah said, sometimes it's ugly, but you have to. But know like it. that isn't the truth; it's an insult. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fat or ugly. Well, that's yeah. not the point. The point is that they'll hide the truth. Because yeah. they don't want you to know it. Because they know it's ugly. Mm -hmm. um, this one's this one's sort of funny. Um, it's not necessarily a quote, but um, is, this is an ex-Mormon meme. Utah parents be like, my kids need normal normalcy. No masks. Only normal life. Then send them to Pioneer Cosplay in Wyoming for a week where they take their shoes away, give them fake names, and make them pull hand carts in 30 miles per hour wind. <laughs> I thought That's that one was true. funny. true, yeah. Um... This one honestly brought me to tears, like um, this quote. Um, and now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. Oh God, I like that. I like that one. Yeah, because um, that's literally that, that's literally what you're taught in the church is to strive for perfection. And they're like, oh, we know we're not going to be perfect like the Savior, but we got to strive to it. Yeah. But but it, it, now that I look back on it, the way that I see it is that is that even striving for perfection is a stretch because nobody, nobody yeah. in this life is going to be perfect. Never. You're going to say things you regret. You're going to do yeah. things that are dumb. I mean, even as an adult, I've done things that I wish I, I never had done. Right. <clears throat> right. So to say that, that anyone is perfect is, or striving to be perfect, it, it doesn't make it, no difference if you ask me. Yeah. So... I guess if we're sort of ta answering the question of why we left the church, it stopped making sense to me. Stop making sense after after. I think the main reason was after, was when your dad and I separated. That was right. our choice. That was our decision. 
but everyone around us said no kind of like put it as influence from others right it wasn't your decision you know, it was yeah an and it was source. like and then and then because the church is so big on family it's like i'm breaking my family apart it's like well it's been broken for a long time Right. Yeah, right. Their dad and I's marriage was never for a long time it was it was it was I don't want to say toxic but it was not healthy. Right. Right. And and I think I think by separating it helped both of us kind of see where our lives were and what we really wanted out of it, you know. Yeah. But but after that <clears throat> especially after the divorce even when we were going to church we still got a lot of hate. like I People know, just hate. treated you differently. Yeah. They, they looked at you so differently. different. Yeah, and then and then every t- going to church. I mean, we still went every week. We got dressed yeah, and I got the kids ready, and we went and we sat in sacrament, and it it just it just wasn't the same for me. I didn't feel the same about everything, and I was like, oh, I'm just I was just waiting for a talk or a or a a, a scripture, a scripture or, a or a Sunday school lesson that would just help me feel better about the church and every lesson was about it I don't know it just seemed every lesson just made me not want to go the next week right and that's how it was so for maybe months. that was maybe that was your sign to stop going maybe going. I I don't know and then stop going and then I talked wrong. to a couple of people in my life that have also left the church I'm not gonna name names because I don't want to put them on you know blast, blast or whatever but but what, this one this one person she's really close to me she's like I was tired of feeling guilty right. right yeah she's like I just I was done feeling like I was doing everything wrong like I was tired of feeling guilty and and I and I totally get that because mm-hmm. because I was after after their dad and I separated I was feeling guilty I'm like oh well really is this really what it was. But then that and that was a big thing for me. And then um, I I don't know how much you go, you guys would know about how the church feels about the LGBTQ community, but they are not big on it. They call it same sex attraction, and they're like, oh, you have it, but it's a sin, so you have to find the urge to fight it. Yeah. Right. And it just I don't know. That was one of the big reasons for leaving actually was just seeing the people that I know us, were, I think that were in did. that community. Kinda, that was part of it for all of us. You know, and reading reading studies on how the science works on it and everything. Right. It and then and then this was this was a big thing for me. Um if there's this God that's all loving and all knowing and wants to give us the trials, which is something that the church talks about all the time. Um why would why would a God that loves us as a, and then as a parent you kind of understand you'll kind of understand this concept why would a God that loves his children make you a certain way biologically it is proven and then tell you you're going to hell if you act upon it yeah yeah that's insane like like, like it, the, that if, concept if you know God loves you and that he loves that he loves all his children is is just when you say that he did that he only loves everyone who is married to the opposite sex yeah not to the same sex it just like it's and it's, it's not just being LGBTQ it's other things I mean I I know I know people that are almost perfectly saints but they smoke or they drink or you right. know yeah so are they going? Are they going to hell or whatever if 
even though they're the best people, you oh, know, God. they There's treat this, people right this family and they're nice. Perfect and, and they're all God and they, I think. I don't know, just it, the, the idea of that is kind of, yeah. and that's kind of where it led me. <clears throat> and then when I did stop going and I was doing, um, I don't, I precarious things, I guess that was the only word I can think of. You know, they tell you in Sunday school, oh, the still small voice, the Holy Ghost will tell you if it's wrong, if you're worthy, whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel that. Yeah. Like, I didn't. You didn't feel like it was wrong? Yeah. And it's like, my life isn't any better or worse off because of it. Right. Yeah. Kennel, why did you leave? Um, well, the biggest thing for me was having kids. Um, I never wanted to have kids because I took care of my siblings so much growing up that... You kind of already feel okay, like look. you had kids? Okay. Um, I... This is 110%. God made me go through this. Like, there's no, like, this was God's plan. I 110% know it. Um, and, and these, the, what I'm about to say might be a little bit TMI, but I prayed to God. I prayed to God and I said, God, do not waste my life on having kids. That's what I told him. I was like, please do not waste my life on having kids. And I don't mean any hatred towards anyone who has children, but I, that's what I prayed. I was like, God, I can't. And the next thing I know, I don't get a period, right? And I don't get a period for like months, right? Yeah, I'm like, going it was to doctors. Like six months. Yeah, I'm going to doctors' offices. It was offices. almost a year, actually. I felt like it was almost. I'm it like, was close to I'm like going to doctors' offices. I'm not pregnant, okay, or anything like that. Um, but there was a fear that I might have had cancer. Like a doctor was it like was a couple of. But, yeah, the doctor fears, yeah. was like, well, because there's nothing in your blood work, we're going to have to give you an ultrasound and check you for cancer. And so, and the thing about doctor's offices and doctors in general is it's always a waiting game. It's always hurry yeah. up and wait. It's always like, well, I can't tell you anything, but here, there's this doctor that can, but this next appointment's not for two weeks, right? So those yeah. two weeks appointment, and or then you, you or still you, have to wait a little too, right? For or other or you go to that doctor's and... appointment, and they're like, "Well, we'll get you another appointment in two weeks." And so in those two weeks, it, like it was honestly some of the like the worst pain I ever had was grieving my children that didn't even exist. Yeah. The thought of not having my own children. So when I left, I never saw children in my sight, like in my future. And that was a big thing for me was having kids and getting married and, and, and just the temple ceremonies in general. Like it doesn't make sense the to check, me. The checklist of your right, life. It's right. pretty much, there's, there's literally a checklist of things that you do with your life. Right. And then having kids and Get getting baptized, married is a really, really big one of them. a huge part you start of it. Dating, you know, you start getting you're... blessed. That's when your name is put on the records is when you're blessed as a baby. Right. And yeah. so it's just as, it's a very, as a very member big of part. The and so when I left, that was a huge thing. And then, and then you do getting and right, and then and, and then getting into sort of and then young women's and then right. It's just all very laid out for you, but getting into sort of the Christian doctrine. I don't know if that's what you want to call it, but the yeah. Bible essentially it says the exact opposite. You know, it says that you are saved by grace. There is nothing that you can do. It's that you know, of course, faith is brought on by good works, right? But essentially, you're saved by grace. Right, you're not saved by getting married and, and having babies and going through these weird cult like you know temple ceremonies to be saved. You know, it doesn't take that. It just takes believing in Jesus, 
and yeah, that made of course Jesus sense. wants you to act, and it's, try and, it's and not strive like, to be like oh, him. Oh, I believe in Jesus now. I can do whatever the hell I want and get away with right. it. Right? No, not that's like not. That. That's not. And that's how I saw it. When yeah, I first me learned too. About when it. I when I uh, growing up, and that's what they tell you right. in Sunday school over and over again. Exactly. I remember work, learning about um, it. Um, faith without works is dead. Exactly. And that's something that you've told over and over and over. Again. Exactly. And then I remember learning about it, learning that all you need to do is believe that Jesus Christ is your savior. I remember thinking it's not that easy. It can't be that mm-hmm. easy. And sometimes I'm still just like, really, is it that easy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's, it's hard to sometimes believe that when your whole life you're taught there's these steps you have to go through that takes your entire life it to does, get to. It literally, and then, and then after you get married and have kids, it's it's the, it's the fulfill your callings and raise your kids right and right. teach them the gospel and and you know <laughs> things like that that you're still doing that the church has laid your life out for you. Right, and then, <clears throat> I think that there's also a second part to um, leaving the church is. How do you leave the church? I still haven't said why I left. Oh, why did you leave there? Well, okay, so it's it started out going to church and starting not to really feel the spirit at church anymore. You know, I'd go through church and I didn't feel anything. I'd go through school, I and then I realized I was bi in sixth grade, which I know some people might think it's too early, but I think it's a good time to, you know, start. That's about that, the that's right a, time, yeah. That's a whole nother thing anyways. Um, I remember in a class, because we have classes, and again, not going to say names, there was this one person who said that, um, what did they say about a same-sex marriage? Not uh, really. I remember, I know you're talking about because I was in that class with you, she said that, um, that it just it would never work. It just yeah, doesn't it work. It doesn't yeah. work. Um and then I've what's that thing about um being ooh, it's something in the Bible about being You're being what? I don't know, I forgot. Anyways, it's just knowing that the the church doesn't um accept me for who I was and how God made him made how her. God Sorry. made me. <laughs> yeah. I'm pronoun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it made me feel like I wasn't welcome there, you know? Like, yeah. And that's right. that's exactly how I felt after your dad and I separated. Like, I wasn't welcome. Right. And then, even and though I know there no was one, a couple of, course, of people obviously. in our own war that had been gone through divorce, divorces and remarriages. Um, I'd haven't been remarried, but still, but <clears> still, that still treated me. Right, right, different. different. There was only one person, and you guys probably knew who I'm talking about, that actually, when your dad and I separated, I actually sat down and talked to her about it, because she had gone through it. Oh, right, yeah. Because you guys probably think... I don't remember who um, But she's like, don't... She told me, don't let anyone tell you that you're doing the wrong thing. Right. Right. Because I think she got that, too, when she left her her first husband. But see, I think the difference with her is that she's remarried... Her and her husband are are now sealed in the temple and everything. Right, so right. I think that's slightly a little bit different. But still, yeah. she, you know, she was one of the very few, only because she had um, got through it. You yeah, would know. yeah, for you sure. know. So the, that's it's very because the church is so very family oriented in and strict, you know, male female um, roles. Right. They they the idea of having a male male or a female female household is beyond anything they can think. 
Right, because they've never seen anything like that. It's sort of... I actually have a couple of friends of mine that I went to high school that married a, a friend of mine who's female, married to another female. They have two beautiful kids. Right. And they're both happy, healthy children. Yeah. Right. And they're not getting any less of anything because they have two moms instead of a mom and a dad. Yeah, and right. another thing is I think that they don't know that we still can have kids. Like, you can yeah, adopt. Science science makes it easier. And that's, you know, and that's why that my friend carried carried their babies and then she adopted them when they were born. Yeah, or you could right, do, like, right. one has one. And, and another thing is that some women physically can't have kids yeah. and they still have to adopt. Yeah. Like... There's other what ways ha- what, to what be a people like that? Yeah, foster like, kids is that adopt. different? Is that like I was yeah. confused like for that. I was like, what if a woman physically can't have kids, right. or what if the male can't, you know, produce, and then the woman, they, I don't know. There's just different ways, and like there's different families, and right. But in the Mormon church, there isn't different. There isn't. No, there isn't. The they're the same it's, families. Yeah. They all do the I mean, same you, things. They're all. You know, they all follow the same, like, yeah. principle. And I, and I want to say this right now so you guys don't think that we're bashing on people that are actually in the church. We have a lot of friends and family that are still in the church. Yeah. And we love them dearly. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with and, having a family and, like that. And, it, and I'm not saying that you have to leave, but... Um, it's or a, stay or whatever. If you want to be a part of the church, be a part of the church. This is right, just our stories right. and our reasonings. Because there is a lot of people in the war that I still care deeply about. Right. Yeah. And, I, my best and I don't want them to think the that ward. I'm bashing them for their decision yeah. to be Mormon. Our grandma's still in the My mom is a lot the of most our Mormon person I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I love her dearly and I have friends. A lot of them have moved away, which I miss you guys. Mm. But um, there are some, some great people in the church. And I'm right. not saying that they're horrible people for staying that's what they want that's what their life is i'm not going to you know this is just our and my personal reasonings for why we are doing what we're doing right yeah yeah because i think i think i think that's because there was because after i did leave and i finally was done i i joined this ex-mormon group on facebook and it, it really, it. I mean, at first it was really nice, and I liked a lot of the quotes they said. But when they started getting to the bashing of the Mormons, like, personal belief, like, they were just being downright rude about yeah. someone's beliefs and religion. I'm not about that. You can be however you want. I personally am the way that I am for my reasons. But I'm not going to sit there and bash whatever other religion that I don't care for. Right, yeah. I because it's not how I believe. Right, and then sometimes I think that ex Mormons like that, like it's so stupid. Like you once believed that, like you can't sit and so talk just I, I left the group. I was just it. like it was a it was just a bunch of rudeness, and I I can't. Yeah, that's how know? I feel too. But um, one thing that I I find very very sort of just like it blows my mind is that there is literal historical scientific like all. There's evidence that the church is not true. There right. is literal 
evidence, but because Mormons are so sheltered in their religion, very sheltered. and they Most only of them don't even know. Yeah, and they're only given few resources. They don't they're know. They're only given the resources that are approved by the church. Right, and then <coughs> if you would just a church to the church's own history. Right, and if you would just do a simple Google search, and sometimes yeah. people feel like Google isn't or certain sites on Google are not informative. Sure. One site might not be, but when ten of the same or ten different sites are saying the same thing, you have to start thinking for yourself, and that's why I'm just like, do your research. Mm-hmm. If you, like, and that's why I feel so stupid. Like, or not stupid. I just feel like you guys are insane. Like, if you would just do your research, you would see what I see. Yeah. And when I and then hey, there are people out there that will do the same research and still stay in the church. Yeah, that's true. That's true too. Because they have the, their faith or whatever in their lives. But that's okay because yeah. it's your... Okay, it's your I, I know personal life. it's your own opinion. Like, if you... Okay, this is a bad slash weird uh, thing. If you hate the uh, LGBT community, that's your opinion. But one thing I hate is that people are trying to force their own opinions on mm-hmm. other people. Right. Like, that's what my I favorite food is pizza. Oh, my favorite food is... La la la, and they're trying to push their own opinions on each other, and they're they're turning it's turning into a fight, right. and then that's that's how the way I live shit my like life, that the way you live outside. your life, the way I live your life is nobody's business but your well, own. Well, right. that's the thing about Mormons, though, is they this is like I feel bad for Grandma because Grandma believes that I will never make it to the Celestial Kingdom, yeah. and that hurts her. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I feel bad for her because I know that I'm not gonna go to hell. But she doesn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And so for Mormons, it's not just you living your life. They believe that you're going to hell. Yeah, they believe your soul is in danger. Sure. Yeah. And so, like, it just depends, like, on what side you're on. You yeah. know, do you see, like, our lives... I don't know. They just don't believe that we're happy. They don't believe that we're that's, living this good Because I used to, like, literally, I remember saying the same thing when I was in the depth of of the Mormon church is that, oh, they're not really, really happy. They can right, pretend to be happy. Right. But it's not, that's not how it is. That, My life is no different now than when it was when I was full on in the church, except for I'm choosing a different path of my life. Right. My, my happiness is my own to create. And right now I have been the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Right. I don't have a house. I have a crappy job. <laughs> right. You only get to see your kids what? Uh, yeah, I be I barely see my pi- my kids because I have no place to live pretty much. Like this is a rare thing that I get to spend time with my kids. But I am so happy because I'm letting I'm living my life, you know? Right, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, my allergies are crazy. Um so I don't, uh, so that, that point is like saying that I'm not happy. How do you know that I'm not happy? Right. You know? Yeah. And then I think that, um, and then again, like this, this stuff that I learned wasn't until I was already out of the church. Yeah. So these things like, was, these things were going through my head while church, I was leaving. The church leaving. tells you not to read the anti-Mormon things. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Um. There's a there's a quote by Elder they say, Oaks. Stay away from that information. There's a quote by Elder Oaks. I have it saved in my Instagram because um, I just remember reading it, um, and that just reminded me of it. Um, but essentially, what it says, I'm gonna pull it up now. But it says, um, 
it's best not to do your research yeah. is what it says um which is crazy and and for some reason like as a mormon like when i was mormon i that never was a red flag to me like and plus i don't yeah. ever really, really remember like thinking i don't think i've ever heard anyone telling me not to do research. i i do i do remember a lot in your women um, tell you yeah i do remember a little bit of that um but i guess while i was for me, honestly, the biggest, the first thing that happened to me where I started to doubt a little bit was when, I think it was like the beginning of 2018, something like that, Prophet Monson, he died. President Monson. President, he yeah, when he died, he, that was a huge thing a for me because Nelson came in and he changed, he changed everything. a ton of things. He changed everything. And that was, that was the first but time when all, I started doubting. Oh, it's doubting. Revelation, Revelation. No, it's not. It's his whole I love Thomas thing. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I, he, he was the, he was elder president. He was whatever, the prophet. Um, for like forever. I, I think I remember. Life, really. Yeah, like so I for don't me, remember. that was when I first started doubting. Was when um, President Monson died and Nelson came in. And that, and that, I remember um, that was one thing I was I was telling my mom is that I don't feel the same about President no, Nelson as I, I did. Yeah, about me Monson. too. It just felt like so, it's not the same yeah. to me. And then he went and changed everything. Like he changed the stupidest things. Like church is no longer three hours instead it's two hours. Yeah. Like he just changed all these little things that ended up creating mm. a big difference in the church. I don't know. That was just one of my biggest things. And then and then he started changing, like, even the temple ceremonies that no one's supposed to know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that. I'm like, wow. It's, I can't find it in here. But, yeah, all it just says, like, it's best not to do your research by Oaks. And then this is also one thing that if, like, you are Mormon, I wish people would realize is the stuff that ex-Mormons are saying, they're not pulling this information out of their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we're making this stuff up. Like, you, there are so many... I've lived it my entire life. I know what I'm talking about. Right. There's so many resources that you could find that will give you this information. Um, I think, like, if you are a doubting Mormon... Um, I think that if you're a Mormon and you're listening to this... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You've got to have a doubt in your mind. But if you are a doubting Mormon, I would look into... Um, um, Michael Wilder and Dr. Lynn Wilder. Um, they're ex-Mormons who share about um, converting from Mormonism to Christianity. Through their and, son who was on a mission. Yeah. Their son was so on a mission. So their story is really, really awesome. And I would look into them. Yeah, I can't find it, but there are quotes of Elder Oak saying that. So um, we're, we're almost out of time. So I think... Um, I'm going to say one more quote, and then uh, we're going to be done with this one. Um, maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that really isn't you. So you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. I love that, because that's literally what I'm doing with my life right, right You're now. unbecoming who you were always told you were supposed to be. I'm oh. being my own person and then I, I'm always like but who am I like I exactly. have to figure out who, who I am I'm 40 years old I don't even know who I? I am right like and <clears throat> you know and and part and part of you know trying out the poly lifestyle and and things like that that I've done it's like okay am I really poly but I would have to say yes because there's two guys in my life right now that I am completely in love with right <laughs> and 
How can it, how is it possible that you can love two people like that at the same time and be in a committed relationship? Right. Okay. And I think that's another, we're going to yeah, do that Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, we really time. do need but to wrap kind of it this, up. But that's the idea of, <laughs> of changing who I am. You right. Know, finding out who I am. Who am I really? Yeah. Right. That's know? definitely part of the journey. But um, we're going to end this episode, guys. We will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>